you could have more fulfillment and ease in your professional and personal life and still be ambitious. Join me, Kathy Onetto, founder of Sustainable Ambition, for conversations with experts, authors, and friends on what it means to live with sustainable ambition. Learn concepts, tips, and tools to craft a fulfilling career on your terms while still being ambitious and avoiding burnout. For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now, let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here today. And can you believe it? We are almost to the end of this year. This year has gone by so fast. I really can't believe it's already December of 2021 and that we've made it through the second year of the pandemic and really that the new year just awaits us right around the corner. And I can't believe it's been a year, you guys, of me doing this podcast. It was in the works at this time last year, and I launched it just at the end of the year. And I have to say, I'm just so happy and thrilled to be doing this as part of my work. It really is a highlight for me. And I'm honored and so thankful for you listening and being here. And I'm looking forward to keeping this going in the new year. Now, as we face the close of the year, my hope for you is that you're able to start to put to-dos down and really slow it down. My, my, one of my mentors always says this to me, slow it down. And I'm really excited to do this. As I said, my year has gone by quite fast and I'm enjoying actually, as we've had already the in, here in the US, our Thanksgiving holiday that kind of has been slowing things down. And I'm just feeling this month, I felt like everything's starting to slow down and, and several, I know, projects that I've had just kind of coming to a close and that's felt really good. So I'm excited to do, um, to really start to slow things down, starting to pause. And I hope you all can also do this, really carve out space to enjoy yourselves, enjoy time with others, indulge in some rejuvenation and really find moments of calm to reflect. And that's what this podcast episode is gonna be about, reflection, looking back, but also starting to look forward. So I figured I'd bring this to the podcast because one of my most popular podcasts blog post actually last year was about um, prompts that were about closing out the year and setting a vision for the new year. So I thought in this episode, I bring this year's reflections to the podcast. And I've edited them some because I crafted last year's really with the context of it being the first year of the pandemic. But you know, 2021 has still been another unprecedented year. And As we continue to live in this new world that keeps changing on us, really the end of a year and the beginning of another is really a a critical time or a perfect time and a moment for reflection. And yet I think we should be doing this all the time. Uh, I think that uh, it wouldn't surprise you to hear that I, and I think I've shared before that I'm a planner. And you may know that in my professional life, in addition to being a coach, I'm a strategist. So it may not surprise you to hear that it's a long-standing norm for me to 
to strategize, if you will, and reflect at the end of each year and plan forward for the next. And I just find that it helps me be more intentional and not just let life pass me by. I really want to take in what took shape through the year and start to be, um, you know, again, intentional about setting my vision for the year ahead. What do I really want to craft? So I encourage you to give yourself permission and really make time to look back at your year and look forward to the one ahead. And when you do this, think about, you know, as this relates to sustainable ambition, to me, it's about pausing to see where I am on my personal journey of growth and learning and really checking in on my own definition of success for my life and considering my next ambitions. And, you know, as I've been doing this, I've done these, what I'm going to be sharing with you today. Um, I'm also starting to plan my next year and really starting to craft what is my next 12 to 18 months kind of look like and to ensure that I'm really planning activities in a way that will be sustainable. And I've been testing out some materials to kind of help me in that planning. Um, and I'll be sharing more about that in, in the coming weeks. Uh, but I think it's important to start to both reflect and then also look ahead. So I encourage you again to take this time. And I, I kind of from this quote from Holmes as inspiration, it's in moments, he says, in moments of quiet reflection, our minds embrace the sea that we have crossed. So in this time that you make for yourself, in this time for quiet reflection, you can look back and actually see where have you, where were you at the beginning of the year? Where are you at the end? What is that sea that you have crossed? And what do you want to take away from that? So with these reflections that I'm going to be going through, you may want to listen to these while out on a walk. You might already be listening while out on a walk at this point. Um, and just kind of ponder these questions. You might want to pause as you go through, or you might want to listen to this while sitting down with a beverage of your choice, along with a journal. Uh, and I'm also going to offer in the show notes, but I'll also mention it here, a Google Doc where you can capture your notes if you'd like, if that would be your preference. You can find that at bit.ly, which is B-I-T dot L-Y slash S-A dash 2021 dash 2022. And that's where you can find the Google Doc. And then I will also capture in the show notes the blog post that relates to what I'm about to share here too, in case you want to reference back to it in writing rather than coming back to the podcast and listening again. So you can either look at the Google Doc because it will also have the prompts, but if you want to look at the blog post as well. So with that as my preamble, let's dig into the nine questions to close out the year and welcome 2022. So the nine questions that I'm going to share, they ask you to reflect, evaluate, and tune in. And then I suggest you follow that with writing letters to 2021 and 2022. And I just, I suggest that you don't have to do it, but I just think, you know, it adds a little fun writing a closing note and commemorating the year and a welcome note or letter to ring in 2022. And I know it might sound a little corny, but I just thought it might be fun. And we adults need a little bit more play in our lives as um, others have been advocating like Adam Grant and some others that I've shared in past newsletters as well. Um, 
I know it might sound a little corny, but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll borrow from uh, Kate Winslet's character in The Holiday, which is a movie I often watch at this time of year where she says, I need a little corny in my life. So maybe we need a little corny. Maybe we need a little playing. Um, so if you so choose to have a little have, have a little fun with that after these nine questions. So let's start with the reflect questions. And part of these reflect questions are starting to look at thinking about how do you define success for yourself? You know, if you were to evaluate your year, you know, are you aligning with your personal definitions of success? What made it a successful year for you or what made it a fulfilling year? You know, success is a weird term I get. I kind of use that term, but it's partly because I really think it's important to define success on your own terms, especially when it comes to sustainable ambition. It will not be sustainable if you are living somebody else's dream. So defining success for yourself is important. Um, but for some people, fulfilling is, is a great way to think about it and might, might sit with you a little bit better. So around this reflection, start with the highlights of the year. So this is the first one. Reflect back across all of 2021, going back to January, and consider really what happened across the months. What were the highlights of your year? What do you want to call out? And in looking back at that, what do you want to celebrate of those highlights? Or are there other things when you look at it through a lens of celebration? What are things you actually want to celebrate? And importantly, what do you want to acknowledge of yourself and perhaps of others? You know, acknowledgement is something that we do not do enough for again, ourselves or for others. It's such a gift to acknowledge people. And we often are our biggest critics. So this is really something I'm, I'm this is actually a challenge probably because some of you are gonna resist this, but what can you actually acknowledge about yourself and what you've done this year and who you've been this year and how you've shown up this year? And then perhaps around your celebrations and your acknowledgements, maybe think about, you know, what will you do to reward yourself? This is a great time of year to do that. You know, it, it doesn't have to be all about gifts and buying and shopping and all of that, you know, <laughs> perhaps there's small rewards you can give for yourself around being celebratory or acknowledging yourself. And then this final bucket of reflection, I think it's really important to acknowledge what we've learned over time. So what did you learn in the last year? And maybe think about this from different lenses, like what did you learn about yourself? Maybe you did learn new skill sets or you picked up new knowledge. And perhaps what did you learn about those around you and perhaps even the broader world? You know, what is new learning that you picked up this year? To start with those three questions for reflection. Then I'm going to take you to evaluate. So this is taking a little bit of an evaluatory, obviously, evaluate, evaluatory. I was going to say it's taking a little bit of a critical eye, but I'm realizing like critical, I don't mean that in a harsh way, but really more of an, again, an evaluatory way. And I suggest you think about this also from a couple of different lenses as it relates to sustainable ambition. One is around your work and, you know, how are you thinking about your work satisfaction and your ambition at this stage in your career? What's been working for you? What maybe not working for you? What's trending up? What's trending down? 
And so that's one view of this from when, when we start to evaluate. And then the other is to think about how are you managing your right effort and how are you, you know, what's really sustainable in this moment of time? How do you build your sustainable ambition over these last 12 to 18 months? And so think about those two as we go into this, um, these three prompts around evaluate. And this, this is inspired from a common construct that is used in business, or at least that I've used across my career in business, um, that is often a part of business planning and is often a kind of summary of what happens or, or a prompt that is asked to summarize activities that you are going to start, stop, or continue. Um, so it's usually, usually articulate is like, hey, let's do a start, stop, continue kind of exercise. Um, I actually think it's easier to say like, what should we continue? You know, what should we stop? And what should we start? So applying this idea here, think about first, what's worked for you in the last year? So essentially, you know, perhaps what's been working in your career, what's been satisfying, what aligns with your ambition? What's been working in terms of sustaining you in the moment? What do you want to keep doing in essence because it's working for you? Essentially, what do you want to continue? Now, do the flip of that. <laughs> what didn't work? What didn't work for you in the last year? Perhaps like around your work or career or your ambitions, what's been trending down? What's just not working for you anymore? And what do you want to therefore stop doing? And then around that that, that um, start rather, think about what do you want to try and practice? So what do you want to try and start doing? What do you want to do differently next year? What would you like to practice? This might even call, call forward, especially if it's around, you know, your satisfaction with work or your ambitions, you might be starting to plant seeds for what's next. So you might actually be like, hey, I want to actually start to learn this. I want to try this. I want to start to practice this because I want to deepen or master something. Then you also might say, well, gosh, certain things haven't, you know, in terms of managing my red effort, like certain things haven't been sustainable. So I actually want to try you know, time blocking, or I want to try setting boundaries more. I want to practice whatever it might be. So what do you want to try and practice? What do you want to try and start doing? What do you want to do differently next year? And what would you like to practice? So those are the evaluate prompts. And then the final area is around tuning in. And I, I added this because I just thought it was important since it's been a challenging year for a lot of people. And I think it's important to tune in and just honor how you're feeling in this moment. And especially because we're not all in the same place. And I know for me, it's been interesting, the course of the pandemic, I feel like every two months, things have kind of shifted for me in terms of how I've been feeling. And I know for myself this year, again, I said at the beginning, it's been a bit of a busy year. And yet I've you know, been recuperating and recovering over um, the last several months. And so how, I'm feeling quite differently now than I felt at the beginning of the year or in the middle of the year, I should say. And so I think it's important to just check in with yourself and kind of start with how are you feeling right now as you close the year? What is your energy level? Is it low, medium, or high? You know, how can you honor how you're feeling right now and what do you need to support you best to be ready for the year ahead? 
So again, tune in to that feeling and honoring that and what you need right now. And then I started to get at this in the in the earlier prompts in terms of evaluate, but to build on it is to really think about what was unsustainable last year or right now. And what needs to be addressed to bring more sustainability to your life plus work? And think about what small actions can you add to your days, weeks, months, or year to make it all a little more sustainable? And these small actions, again, they're small. They don't necessarily have to be big. These can be, you know, I'm going to meditate for five minutes every morning, or I'm going to take five deep breaths at the beginning um, of each hour. These don't always have to be big actions, but these small actions can really make a big impact in being able to sustain ourselves over time. And then around uh, this last question around what's been unsustainable is like, what structures might you need to put in place to help make life plus work more sustainable? And those structures might be things you need to integrate into both your work life and your home life. So think about that as well. And then the final thing in this bucket of tuning in is to think about what can you, what do you need to let go? So both not to just rush by them. I think you need to honor how you're feeling or things that might've had a negative impact this in the year. So think about what, what might have had negative impacts in the year and what's been difficult and what do you wanna let go and shake off? What do you wanna say goodbye to and release? What can you surrender and what can you reframe as you move into 2022? So those are the prompts around reflect, evaluate, and tune in. So now, again, I invite you to write a closing note to 2021, any welcome note to 2022. Again, have a little fun with this. This is even something you could consider doing with friends or family, maybe even your kids. Um, and I, as inspiration, I'll, I'll share this quote from Soren Kierkegaard, who said, quote, life can only be understood backward, but it must be lived forwards. So do your letter to 2021 with looking backwards and then do a dear 2022 welcome letter to live it forward. <laughs> so I'll give you a few prompts to kind of think about writing these letters. Um, and I did these myself. I had fun with them and I enjoyed doing it and it was helpful for me. So, so start with dear 2021, farewell. It was a great or challenging year because I'm grateful and thankful for, I will celebrate, I acknowledge, I will let go of. Then, dear 2022, welcome. So here's a few prompts here. So my hopes for the coming year are, end in my end of year highlight reel for 2022, I hope to see my ambitions for the year are, I am so excited to create. At the end of the year, I'll be ready to celebrate. I want to feel the following ways and I am going to do or be to create that experience. I will care for myself and build my life plus work resilience by doing. I want to learn or master the following things in the new year. 
And I want to try and practice these things in the new year. So you may not want to do all of those prompts, but I encourage you to consider them. Use which ones fit for you. And, you know, you may want to go back. You may need to pause uh, as, for each of those so you can get through them. But those are just some prompts to think about writing these letters to 2021 and 2022. So reflect, evaluate, and tune in, and then say farewell and welcome. And again, even if you don't do all this, if you know, take if you take just a little time on on each of these, or just as you're listening to this, I hope you are able to reflect a little bit, start to think about your intentions for the coming year. And I think it can really be helpful in helping you sustain yourself build your resilience, and start to set your sights on what you want to strive for or new stretch opportunities in the new year. So here's to starting fresh in 2022. Really honor your 2021, honor how you're feeling now, and prepare yourself for the coming year. And with that, I wish you a calming and celebratory close to the year. Have a wonderful holiday, everyone. Happy New Year. My hope for everyone is that 2022 will bring new possibilities for both how you want to strive and stretch yourself and how you'll sustain yourself in those endeavors. And just know I'll be taking the next few weeks off and I look forward to being with you in the new year. I have a few things planned, but I'll let you know I'm going to start the year a little light, um, but we'll definitely be keeping the podcast going. So be sure to tune in. And then a little pre-announcement, I'm excited to share that coming in January, it may get delayed a little bit, but hopefully not too much. Um, I'm hoping to launch my Sustainable Ambition Annual Workbook Plus Planner to help you define your life plus work resilience prescription. And then in January as well, I'm going to be doing just a few short solo episodes to help provide a guide to defining your stretch and your sustainable for the new year ahead. So tune in for those. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being listeners this whole year. I so appreciate it. Be well all, slow down, indulge in the end of the year. And again, happy holidays. And I'm wishing you a brilliant new year. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.